of the Selling Digital Podcast. This is episode number seven. So you want to sell PLR. This is Yatsia, your host, creator of OnlineTemplateShop.com. So let's get started with this episode because I'm very excited about it. It is just one of those episodes that really hits close to home because this is what I do for a living. I sell PLR products um, to other business owners. And if you have heard those words before, along with the letters MRR, and you are so confused of what, what that means, this is what this episode is about. This is for you. So what is PLR? PLR stands for private label rights, which is not the same thing as MRR, which stands for master resale rights. These are two very different things. And in short, let's start with PLR. So PLR is private label rights, meaning that, for example, me as a seller, I will create a design, an original design from scratch, not something that I purchased from someone else, not something that is available in Canva, for example. It's something that I build from scratch and I will sell it to a customer and that customer is allowed to open that file, right? They, they have access to the original file. They're able to make changes to that file, whether it's deleting pages, adding pages, changing the font, changing the colors, adding clip art, removing clip art, doing whatever changes they want to that original file that I have created and export as a PDF and sell that PDF to their customer. In general, that's what PLR is. PLR refers to the file that you sell. I am a PLR seller. So whoever purchases a template set from me, from my shop, is able to use that file in that manner that I just described. In this timeline, there are three people. There's me, I am the PLR seller. There's my customer, which is a business owner who will use my template to create a product to their customer. So their customer would be the end customer because their customer will use that final product, whether it's a planner, a journal, stickers, whatever. So there's three people in that timeline. And I need you to remember this because now I'm going to tell you what MRR is and it'll make sense once I tell you how many people are in that MRR timeline. So MRR stands for Master Resale Rights. And what that means is, let's talk about another example. So I have only one course in which the templates included there come with that MRR licensing, which means that I am the MRR seller, which means that my customer will receive a link to the original design that I created. Now, my customer can choose to make any changes to that file. Again, whether they want to change the fonts, they want to add something, they want to remove something, whatever that is. Now, 
my customer can sell that file with PLR rights to their customer. So my customer's customer is not the final um, user in this case. It would be my customer, customer's customer. So there are four layers in that timeline. And I know without visuals, it can get a little bit confusing. So there's me at, at the top of the timeline, who is the original designer. There's my customer who will become the PLR seller. There is my customer's customer who then will receive that link to be able to customize it. Um, I mean, customizing the design, right? And then they will sell a final product to their customer. Oh, I hope that was not too confusing. <laughs> In short, PLR is private label rights, which allows your customer to sell your product as their own to a final user. MRR is master resale rights, which allows your customer to sell your product as PLR to their customer. And that customer can sell that product as a end user product to their customer. And if you still have questions about this, I do have a free Facebook group. I will leave the links in the description of this episode. You can go ahead and join the Facebook group, tag me and ask whatever questions you have. Now that we're a little bit more clear, let's say you want to start your own PLR business. You want to create templates that you can sell to your customer and they can make edits, customize it, all, all that type of thing. So the number one question that I get and that people get very confused is where do I get a license to offer to my customers? And the answer is not easy. The license that I have in my own business, I wrote it myself and I do, I have a lawyer friend after I was done drafting it. And by the way, it's like a one pager. If you own any of my products, you know, Inside the courses, it, it comes with like a one pager with a very specific, very straightforward, this is what you can do, this is what you cannot do with this product. After I was done writing it up, I sent it to her, hey, can you just look at this, tell me if I'm being ridiculous? And she did fix a few words here and there just for clarity purposes. But other than that, that's it. I did not buy a pre-written license with a lawyer. A lawyer did not write it for me either. It was literally me sitting down and being very clear, very, very specific as to what I as a creator was going to allow my customer to do and not do with my products. Now, I am not a lawyer. I am not giving you a lot of, um, law advice at all. Um, I do recommend if you have very specific questions, hire a lawyer, ask whatever questions you want, do your research, because this is what I do. It doesn't mean that this is what you need to do. It doesn't mean that this is the right way to do it. I'm sure it's not. So I'm just telling you what I do. So you can start doing some research and figuring out if that is what you want to do and if that is what applies to you. So in short, 
what I include is a one pager that literally tells the person you can do this with my templates. You cannot do this with my templates. And I'm very, very specific. I also include a short video where I tell them, Hey, this you can do this. You cannot do. So be very, very open, very, very specific. And just remember, this is your product, right? When you design something from scratch, it is your product. You decide what your customer can do with your product. No one else can tell you what your customer can do with your product. You need to sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil and start writing down those things that you want to allow your customer to do. And also write down those things that are a big no-no. For example, my own licensing states very clearly that the buyer can open the file, change a few things, and export as a PDF. I go very specific into that as to what file types can they export and what file types can they sell that product? And I'm very specific. It's PDF, PNG, and JPEG. That's it. They cannot share a link with their customers. It has to be a PDF, PNG, JPEG because their customer is the end customer. Their customer is not allowed to make any changes to the product or even resell that product. The only person allowed here to make changes and resell is my customer. That's what they get when they buy one of my templates. So you can decide also what you want your customer to be able to do. And you can tell your customer what their customer is allowed to do with your template. And I'm very clear with that. I, I tell my customer, your customer is not allowed to resell what you create using my templates. And that is something that I recommend that you are very open about if that's what you want. Now, if you want your customer to allow their customer to resell the product that they purchased, that's more in the MRR um, area that would not necessarily be PLR. So just keep that in mind. Once you're done writing down what you will allow your customer to do with your templates, whether you're selling PLR or you're selling MRR, go ahead and write it down really nicely, very tight, very, very specific, using very specific words. Don't worry too much about making it sound too lawyery. If you're not a lawyer, just make sure it is very, very clear. And if you know of a lawyer who can take a look and tell you, hey, this goes and this doesn't go, then great for you. Again, I am not a lawyer and this is not legal advice. I'm just telling you what it is that I did and what it's been working for me in the legal side of selling any digital product, really. So let's talk a little bit about the downsides and the upsides of selling PLR and MRR. Let's start with the good things. 
one of the good things is, of course, that it sells very well. It sells very well for me. I have a big customer base that loves to buy templates that they can use to sell as your own, whether it's to sell as, as templates themselves, whether it is to sell a final product. When I started selling PLR, definitely that side of the business grew a lot faster than when I was selling printables, planners, journals, that type of thing to an end consumer. So B2B, business to business, or B2C, business to consumer. So in a way, it can grow a little bit faster, or at least it did for me. So that's one of the really good upsides. Another upside is you can sell PLR a lot more expensive than you can sell a planner or journal. Um, if I were to sell a planner or journal to a consumer, I wouldn't necessarily sell it for over 30, 30 something dollars maybe. But if I'm selling PLR, I can get away with selling it for double or triple the, pl the price as I would sell just a regular planner to an end consumer. So keeping that in mind, um, the value is a lot higher because your customer will make money with that product that you are selling them. So you are selling to a business, you are not, no longer selling to a regular consumer. There are also some downsides to this, but don't let these deter you from wanting to sell PLR if that's what you really want to do. Um, number one, there's a lot of competition. And in both sides, in the B2B and the B2C, there's a lot of competition. Um, I don't see that necessarily as a downside. Like That doesn't really stop me from wanting to sell any type of product because the product that I create, no one else is creating. So there's always going to be a, an, an, an audience for you and for your product. So don't let the competition necessarily, um, stop you from wanting to sell PLR, but just be aware that there's a lot of competition everywhere. It's just a matter of finding your niche, finding your unique proposition to the, um, consumer. Also, people will always find a way to use your product in a way that you did not intend them to. For example, I have found a lot of people on Fiverr and that type of website using my templates. And when I say a lot, I mean like 20 plus, 20 plus accounts of doing this. Um, using my templates to create a planner for someone else. So they sell their services for, let's say, $10. I found it for as low as $5. People using my templates to create a planner for someone else for $5 on Fiverr. And in the beginning, this was three plus years ago when I wrote the licensing for that particular product, I did not necessarily include, hey, you cannot offer this as a service on Fiverr because I didn't even think that that would be a thing or someone would think of that. So that 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 was on me. I should have put that there from the beginning. It is on there now, but that opened the door for a lot of people to offer planner creation as a service 
using my templates as a base when that's not necessarily allowed. Um, if my, my templates, each person has to buy their own set. So yeah, so just know that people will find loopholes in your product to be able to use it in a way that benefits them or in a way that they really want to use it. So keep your terms of use and your licensing very, very tight. Also, which brings me to resellers. I have found so many Etsy shops um, just straight up reselling my templates as if they were me. It's not that they're copying me. It's that they are literally impersonating me and my business and selling my templates on Etsy. So that will happen to you. I mean, it happens to everyone. This is not unique to me. This happens to a lot of people. The good thing is that Etsy is very good at removing those shops. So I have found a few, my customers have found a few and they always send me a link. So I think in the past three years, I've found, I don't know, 15, probably closer to 20 at this point shops doing that, impersonating my business, selling my templates. And it doesn't, I mean, it's, it's annoying and it's a little bit aggravating, but it doesn't really upset me anymore. I have a process to deal with that. And I've done it so many times that, you know, when I see it happen, I just reach out to Etsy, here's my evidence and they take it down. Same thing with Fiverr. I go on there, I reach out to their customer service. Hey, this is going on and they remove it. So although it's annoying, it doesn't really upset me that much anymore. I don't get, you know, offended and I don't go on a tantrum. Oh my God, this person stole from me. No, no, not, not really, not anymore. Um, it's going to happen and I've learned my lesson. And to end this episode in a really, really good note, I think the best thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to meet really amazing people, your customers, other people selling PLR. There's a lot of people in this niche who are so, so good, such amazing people. You're going to learn so much. I mean, my customers are amazing. They send me emails all, all the time. We keep in contact in the Facebook group. So in that sense, the growth, the community, and getting to know people, it, it has opened such a big opportunity for me to get to work with people that I wouldn't have known otherwise. And that's it. That's all I have to say about this. Again, if you have any questions, all of my contact information is in the description box. I have a link to the free Facebook group where you can join and tag me with all of your questions. So I hope this was useful for you. I hope you learned something. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode. Bye-bye.